Hey, really quick before we get started, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Feel free to check me out on my website, rhitch.com. I have a lot of great PDFs and white papers for your download. I have past recordings of webinars I've done, lots of valuable information. I mean, also please give this show a rating uh, and I appreciate all your feedback. Disclosure, nothing said in this podcast or any of my podcasts should be considered advice. Always seek out myself or your own personal financial advisor for advice relating to your specific situation. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Breakaway Podcast where I try to take confusing personal financial planning topics and investment topics and try to break them down into plain English for the everyday person. My hope is that these conversations will help you break away from your financial confusion and end up on the right path to reaching your financial goals. I am Ryan Hitchcock, your host, and I am a financial planner with High Point Capital Group out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay, let's talk about thematic investing. This has become quite a common phrase in the recent times, recent year, and usually it goes hand in hand with terms like disruptive or innovation. I think that's because there's been certain fund managers out there that have really taken the lead in driving this and have found success in this uh, theme, literally this theme of thematic investing. I'm not going to name names or anything, but... um, like anything, when there's success in a certain area, some somewhere it gets hyper-focused on with people that have a lot of good things to say about it and people that have a lot of bad things to say about it. So I thought it'd be good to give my opinion on what's going on here in this environment of thematic investing. So let's figure it out, and I want to see if it's a buzzword or not. So let's get into it. Okay, I'm not one for suspense. So yes, it is a buzzword. I think thematic investing is a buzzword or buzz phrase, I guess that would be, but I'm gonna use buzzword for for that. Now I'm a little disappointed by this because I personally really like the concept behind thematic investing. So, So let me clarify why I think it is a buzzword. I think it's a buzzword in the sense that everywhere I look right now, I'm seeing those words. I'm seeing them from investment professionals, investment firms, you name it, they are using this time to pile on that literally quote unquote theme. They're using it to get attention. For example, I just saw an email come across that was talking about traditional bonds or something similar to that. And the language in that email was phrases like disruptive bond holdings for investors desiring innovation. Like, come on, it's just a bond. So it's it's definitely what's leading to what I think a buzzword because of things like that. Now, on the other hand, I like the concept because quote unquote thematic investing is really what we all do all the time. If you're an investor, you are literally putting your money into something that you believe is going to continue to grow or keep up with the fast moving world we're in. That's why you're investing in it. And however you put your money to work, whether it's in tech companies, oil and gas companies, US stock market index, those are all themes you have chosen to invest in. So again, thematic investing isn't new at all. There's just this notion that Thematic investing is only around disruption or innovation, and what I'm saying is that's not true. Thematic investing has been around for a long time, and there's a lot of other types of themes out there in thematic investing. So let's break it down a little bit. If you were to actually look at the definition of thematic investing, technically there's two 
levels of thought. One is passive and the other is active, like most investing. However, the passive thematic investing is just picking an index fund. So pretty self-explanatory what most people are used to, like picking the NASDAQ index to follow. That's passive thematic investing. You're picking a theme, the NASDAQ. Um, the more active side is where you're picking a specific industry, maybe a specific technology, maybe a specific geography, and then actively putting companies that are doing that type of thing um, that you're looking into. And so that's mostly where people are in our industry talking about thematic investing these days is around that more active side. Now I mentioned I like thematic investing and I actually use it in my personal practice too. And I use it really for two reasons. First, I use it because I like to invest in things I have a passion about. Like I enjoy tech, I enjoy biotech. Now, side note, those are two industries that have been kind of tokenized recently to make thematic investing a buzzword, but they are good industries that I like. So. I also have a passion for like janitorial supply industry. I grew up in that industry out in Montana with my father's business, but I keep up with that industry because I have a past experience and ties to it, but this is still a theme. So I like to invest in these themes that I have a personal kind of knowledge on that might hopefully give me advantage. But um, I also find that if you invest in things that you do have this passion about, it can only help you know what you own. And if you know what you own, that'll help you get through the ups and downs over time of those investments. Now, you do have to keep some of your biases or certain emotions out if they're bad industries or bad investments. But if you truly think that the industry that you have a passion in is going to be a good industry in the future and continue to grow, then why not invest in that too? It's only going to help. Secondly, now outside of just passion part of investing, I think, you know, even more importantly, that certain sectors of the economy just in general are going to grow faster than other sectors of the economy. So you want to have some exposure to those sectors to potentially participate in those higher growth rates in your portfolio and your investments. So what I like to do for a common investment allocation is to use maybe a small percentage of the overall capital towards these themes that I believe are going to be maybe a faster growing part of the economy in the near to longer term. Now I could probably do a full episode just on this, but really what I believe is that these smaller allocations is what they're gonna try to do is drive the growth or what we call alpha in a portfolio over time. Or to say it another way, this is how I'm trying to drive outperformance of a benchmark is by using some thematic investments. Now I am kind of giving away some of my trade secrets if you will, but that's okay. For this to really work, you have to be involved and you have to research a lot into what these themes or these segments, these sectors, whatever you want to call them, are going to be. You need to find the right one or hopefully find the right one because you're really trying to pick the, the best one to have outperformance. Because in our day of investing, you can really drill down through different types of ETFs or stocks or companies um, and you can get very specific in your desire to build a theme. So announcement, like I mentioned, you have to be very involved or very aware on what's going on in these industries if you want to use this thematic investing as an approach in your investing allocation. In trying this all together, if you only use buzzword concepts of today, 
in this thematic investing world or innovation or disruptive themes, then you might be investing in certain things that you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes because people are just getting caught up in these headlines. And again, they're just buzzwords if you are just looking at them. So what I want to do is I'm going to put together a series of episodes coming up here on specific industries I like and industries I think are going to be growing um, in the near future or the long term. So I want to... You know, I might be giving away some trade secrets here, but I think that's okay. I want it to be informational. That's my goal. I want to actually go under the headline of thematic investing. I want to talk about what is actually going on inside of an industry I choose. I'm going to use interviews from an expert in that specific industry that is actually working day in and day out of that industry because hopefully we can gain from their experience since most of us are just listening as outsiders on these industries we discuss. I want to hear their opinions, their experiences, things that only they can know by being on the inside of these uh, industries. And hopefully people listening can get a better idea of how, one, I do it and how I look at industries and then actually can learn about that industry more holistically aside from the noise of the media. So stay tuned for some upcoming episodes where I'll reveal the industries I like and we'll take a deeper dive into them with an expert guest as well. So that's it for me today. Thanks for listening and be well. High Point Capital Group is located at 1200 North Mayfair Road, Suite 300, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53226. Phone number 414-253-4600. Securities and investment advisory services offered through SagePoint Financial, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. SagePoint Financial is separately owned in other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SagePoint Financial. Views expressed here should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned here. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Indexes are unmanaged and investors are not able to invest directly into any index. Sector investing may involve a greater degree of risk than investments with broader diversification. However, there is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio alone will outperform a non-diversified portfolio in any given market environment. No investment strategy, such as asset allocation, can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, information should only be relied upon and coordinated with individual professional advice.